Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, of course, the one that's doing the most, keeping the fade close, Mr. Funkadelic Jones. And it's your boy, Aaron Fortissetti. And guys, don't fear. The best friends are here. Rain, hell, sleet, or snow. We're going to get you this show. Technical difficulties cannot stop us. That, we too great out here. We ain't gonna get stopped by no technical difficulties. Hell to the new. Uh-uh. Not even coronavirus. <laughs> ooh, ooh, throwing shots. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, we're gonna just jump right into that. Okay, Tyson Fury, right? Mm-hmm. He went off against Deontay Wilder, and during Black History Month, he was going off. He was like, "Hey, I'm bad in Tyson." And lo and behold, he took that L against Tyson Fury, and this was a lackluster Black History Month for us. You know what? You know what? You know what? I, I need to talk to Deontay Wilder. I need to talk to him. Because at this point, all I'm hearing is excuses and bullshit. I'm going to just say it. Because first of all, okay, we all know Deontay Wilder came box for real. He got brute strength, but he can't box. Technique, terrible. So, again, okay, you got this draw. You got this draw. You know, it was y'all had match one, you got a draw. Cool. Match two. Here you go. Bro, Tyson Fury just, Tyson Fury was ready, bro. Tyson Fury was just ready. Now, now did you hear, brother, did you hear, brother, that he tried to blame it on that, that fake ass Wakanda Transformer? I heard it. He I on? heard it. I'm sitting there looking. I'm sitting there looking like to myself. I'm like, brother, the fact that he's came out in that outfit before and he's won, nigga, there is no excuse, bro. It is no excuse, bro. You cannot sit there and blame that shit on that outfit, bro. A real That's, weak excuse. I'm like, fam. But now the question is, I'm gonna ask you this. Uh huh. So the fact that Deontay Wilder lost, it's already a talk about a part three. Would you want to see a part three between Fury and Wilder? And why? No, no one wants to see a part three. The only time people care about matches are the first one and the second one. This first match was a draw. People wanted to see the rematch because it has to be a winner. And at the end of the day, Tyson Fury was the better man. And I know Mike Tyson went over there smiling in the corner because he was like, "You, you saying you could beat me. You couldn't even get through Tyson Fury, you know? You ooh, had spaghetti ooh. legs. This man getting knocked down like a wee character. You remember we boxing? Yeah, I remember that, man. <laughs> that, that's how he got knocked down. I was laughing. And this situation is reminiscent when Ronda Rousey, you know, is parallel. When Ronda Rousey started talking all that mess and she got exposed because she couldn't go against Holly Holm, who was a kickboxer. And Ronda Rousey has no stand-up game, like you said, you know. Like you said, Deontay Wilder, no technique. Ronda Rousey, no stand-up game. When you go against somebody who can really do things in there and multifaceted, you get exposed, you get embarrassed, and you try to get into a new match, but ain't no match three. Man, look, all I want to know is how the hell is he upset? How is he upset with his his staff for throwing in the towel? It's like, like, as a member of your team, I'm not going to let you get your ass whipped, but, so for, but for so much. Right. You know what I mean? Before I sit there and be like, all right, ref, all right, ref, throw the, throw the tile in. Throw the tile in, this nigga's through. 
And he getting mad at someone who the hell threw the towel in. Nigga, I did, bro. What you mean? It's like watching a street fight. You're like, your man's just getting his ass whipping. It's just like, all right, y'all. All right, all right, all right, that's it. He get up like, fam, why you stop the fight? Nigga, you was getting your ass whooped. This like, what you mean? which one was it? Rocky Five where, uh, where he was going, where Creed was going against uh, Ivan Drago? I think it was, I, I think it was either five or four. I'm not sure what the series, but I've seen Rocky so many yeah, times. Yeah, he, I think he threw in the towel. Yeah, I think it was five. I think it actually was five. Yeah, that's what needed to happen. Look, bro, you getting embarrassed. See, you ain't want to end up like, you ain't want to end up like Creed actually dying in the ring, you know, going out in pride. Nah, man, fuck that, bro. Like, throwing a towel, bro. Live to fight another day, man. Live to, that's all I can say. Live to fight another day. Mm, mm, but I know, I know, I know. You seen this video? So let me get everybody hit before I talk to my man's. Now I know you seen this video on social media about this couple, right? Mm-hmm. So here's here's the video of everybody I don't know. So this, I guess that was his fiance or his girlfriend. She is instead of buying him the material things for his birthday, she bought him a rental property, and his first response was he wanted a Rolex. Oh man. Now, now, brother, you be you being in investments, you being in that's that's your savvy, your your field of work. I need you to talk to the people, help them understand. Like rental property, you wanted a Rolex over rental property. I need you to talk to the people about this one. Yeah, I heard about the story, and I'm gonna give a little backstory and also play devil's advocate afterwards. So. The whole situation where a lot of people talk about the Rolex and him being stupid about it. Yes, he was stupid about it because it was being compared to a rental property. Now, Rolexes hold very well when it comes to value. The depreciation is very slow. But when it comes to the advantage of having a rental property, you could get four or five times as much value as that Rolex could ever give you because that Rolex is a one-time sale. But this right here, you know, when it comes to rental property, is a constant flow of income. And you can get to a point where it's passive. You don't have to touch it anymore. So that's on the investment term. And this right here does not make any sense. But then again, you got to know your partner. You got to know who you're dating. I mean, like, it it blew my mind when I seen it because I was the first thing that came to my mind was just like, is this nigga serious? Like, his girl trying to actually build. Not just so, oh, hey, babe, you can have a Rolex. That's like me. That's like that's like if my girl, well, I don't got a girl. I'm single, y'all. But if I had a girl and she came and she came home with some, she was like, I bet I got your rental problem. And I'm looking at her like, damn, you couldn't give me the, the new Joes that just came out? Mm-hmm. Damn. Like, damn. Like, I mean, I appreciate it, but what I'm supposed to do with a rental property, like, Damn. But you see how Come she on. was looking, right? She was smiling, but she was actually hurt. Yeah. I would be hurt, too, because it's just like the fact that she's trying to play it off like, uh, <laughs> and it's just like, dog. Yeah, not working. You legit. And it's like his homeboys was like, this homeboys was in the back of the video like, hey, fam, like, you got rental property, bro. Yeah. You better you better smile or something. Shit, you got rental property. I'm like, fam, you got rental property, pimp. Like, come on, dog. 
You need to like really make some shit happen with that shit though. And what they basically said was it was in a bando, right? They basically said it was a bando. And here's another reason why it was a bad decision, bad on his part. The thing about that, right, is in a way, you know, we experienced this in the DMV area. He will be beating gentrification. You know, the girlfriend, the fiance, whoever she is, mm-hmm. got the property before the white man, whoever, you know, were to get the property before him. So you have that much access to where you live and you can turn that into income that goes into your pockets instead of income that goes into someone else's pockets. So, so this all goes down to knowing your partner. You can't be investment savvy. You can't be smart with your money dating a bum. You know, you got to know each other's love language. You got to know what to give each other. And like I said before, know your partner. Talk to your partner. You don't want to be dating somebody who's not where you at mentality-wise. I mean, I love you, man. He he sounds like the average dude to me. Yeah, he does. He's talking about a damn. He's not like a, a damn Rolex. Like, come on, dog. That's like that's like your that's like if if I cut hair, my girl just like, babe, I bought you a barber shop, and you just like, damn. I mean, like, you couldn't give me like a car or something. You know, I need a new car. And like, I'm looking at it like, fam, she bought you a whole fucking barber shop. How the fuck you talking about a car right now? What the what the ah. I'm you, like, oh my look, goodness. you know how lit it would be to have a girl that's savvy like that? Because I'm not saying there's a lot of girls out here, but when it comes to just traditional roles, you know, men are the ones who, you know, go out there and make the money and women are the ones who, you know, stay home. And there are women out here now who are changing the game and getting Back. more savvy and getting more into business. So you find a girl who's like that, you know, who's that's savvy. Yeah, that's a keeper. That's the one you that's want right there. I'm getting on one knee right now. We playing Jagged Edge. We, <laughs> we right. getting married. Fuck that. She ain't going nowhere. Next mm-hmm. week, we at the go. altar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> next week. <laughs> the next the next, next five minutes. <laughs> I need you to be like, listen, we about, to go, we about to go get you a gown right now. <laughs> I mean, I say next like, week. You I say next week because, you know, they got to get the suit ready. You know, I got to get custom made for my girl. <laughs> Yeah, hey, I'm just looking like, hey, can you hook a suit up in 15 minutes? <laughs> right. Are you that fancy? Hey, I need, I need every nothing to touch this body but pure silk, just like my man Chris Tucker rush out. Nothing <laughs> touch this body but pure. <laughs> hey, what they say? Only the best for my baby. <laughs> exactly. Hey, you understand? Hey, my boo gets the best, the, the best, best. best. You the best. But speaking of you know, the best. One of the best genres out here music-wise is R&B. And I know you heard about what Young and May said about R&B. She said, there's not a good balance out here. We need more R&B. And she said, Nehu Twitter on fire. And they was like, what about this artist? What about that artist? We have all these people. But I can see where she's coming from. It's not as strong as it was back in the day. And I want you to get into more of this. How do you feel about what she said? Do you think she was right? What do you think? See, here's what people got to understand about Young and Maid. I get, I got what she was saying, so it's not that she's wrong. 
Okay. A lot of people just took it as like she's dissing your favorite R&B artist. That's not what the whole point of that was. The whole point was again when she say balance. Let's take let's take Chris Brown for example. You know what I mean? Let's take Chris Brown, Trey Songs. These dudes been out since we were like teenagers. You know, you knew these two guys were R&B, but lately you start to see like their music is kind of like a. It's kind of like like R&B is kind of shifting more for a hip hop sound. You know what I'm saying? Where it's more just like, okay, I don't know if this like new school R&B is basically like if you can sing, they label you as R&B. Like so, somebody for example, like a Ty Dollar Sign, right? They would be like, they were like, oh, he's considered R&B because he can sing or he can harmonize. But it's just like, bro, he's he's a he's a rapper who just happen to have vocals. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I agree with her when she said it, it it do need to be a balance because again, there are no there are no more like new school jodices. You know what I mean? Like if you look at if you look at the collection, you're talking about we could take back to when our parents were listening to R and B. You got you got Motown, you got the ninth, you got the new edition, you got the new Jack Swing, you got um when like Mary J came out, when you got Janet Jackson came out when you got Music Soul Child and D'Angelo and all these different artists was coming out. But it's kind of like when you look at new school uh, R&B now, it's kind of like, where is that? That's all she was kind of like, where, where is that? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like that, that kind of, it's not commercial. It's not as big as it used to be. Yeah. That's all she was kind of pointing out. She wasn't dissing your favorite artist. So I don't understand why everybody was getting salty about it, but I'm going to let you you weigh in your perspective on it. I definitely agree. I definitely agree with everything she said. Um, when it comes down to it, it's that feeling that you get that comes from, let's go back to 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s, that type of music. And when I say that type of music, I mean that type of R&B because it's a totally different sound nowadays. That type of R&B really punch you, you know, in the heart and make you feel like, dang, I got to make this work. You know, my girl mad at me. I'm going to drive 30 miles to go see her and make sure everything's all right because I can't let her go to sleep sad at me, mad at me. You know, that's the kind of music that was coming out. The baby, please, I'm willing to do whatever works. We ain't got that now. Now it's more like, you know, we can smoke and chill and do it. It sounds rappy, you know, it's leaning more towards rap than it does uh, R&B, true R&B. So what it was, this situation is just like, I totally understand what she's saying. I totally get it. We need that deep R&B again. I mean, we got artists out here. Like you said, uh, Ro James. Yeah, like you got like, you got like the Ro James, you got like Ella May. You know what I mean? It's it's artists out here. It's artists out here that still is giving that that traditional R and B vibe, but it's kind of like okay. You you look at old school. You look at old school uh, R and B. Like you know what I mean? You look at like you look at Motown. Like Motown just made you feel good, right? You know what I mean? Like when your parents play like Al Green or something, that make you feel good. Then you got like your parents like eighties New Jack Swing, which is like. Uh, Bobby Brown songs like every, every little step, every little step I takes songs like that is kind of like the okay. This kind of got to like the party vibe. I can 
I can rock with this. I like this. Right. And of course, you you know, different genres. You got the baby making, the silk, the, the Jodeci, all the different things like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like when you look at the new school R&B now, it's kind of like we're like we we it's it's not that variety no more. That's the that's the only thing she's kind of she's kind of pointing out is we don't have as much variety as we used to back in the day. That's all she was pointing out. It's not no knock to no but no no artist. It's just that's all she was saying. And I'll do you this one. There's a reason why generation after generation we keep going back to that nineties R and B and that early two thousands R and B. Like even my younger sister, you know, she goes back and listen to that stuff and not even her time. And there are people who could say stuff about us, you know, being born in the nineties. You could say stuff that came out in the 70s or 80s, not even that time. But that's a testament to the time period, how that music was and how strong it was. It transcends time. And a lot of these artists out here, no disrespect to them, but I don't think a lot of music out here is going to transcend time. You know what I mean? I think think down the road, you know, when we in our 40s and 50s, we had our cookouts, you know, we had our kickbacks. Still listen to music 40, 50, 60 years ago instead of like 20 and 10 years ago. That's a testament to the music, and that's exactly what she was saying. And and I, I agree, I agree with it when you look at like when you look at the time period and things of that nature, you know, because because of just the lyrical content in RB nowadays, anyway, it's kind of like you again, you're not telling these people like you're not telling them like, hey baby, let's work it out. Most of these R&B songs, it's like, hey, fuck it. I'm just trying to chill. I'm trying, I'm just, hey, like, fuck it. We not in relationship. We just, this is just a vibe. Like, right. fuck it. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of music is not going to, 40, 50 years from now, how many people you know is going to, like, say, damn, like, y'all remember when Jacquees was out? Man. Like, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be like, man, I remember when, I remember, boy, when Jacquees was out, boy, like, he. King of R&B, huh? You know what I'm saying? Or was like, or just like when um, what's some, what's some more? It's just any of these new R&B artists now. Like again, like Brian I think Taylor, YK Osiris is some kind of singer. I think uh, again, harmonizer. Yeah, you know, man. You got Bryson Tiller. You know, Bryson Tiller may have had like a hit or two, but it's gonna be like a twenty years from now. Are, are you gonna remember Bryson Tiller? Bryson Tiller kind of already faded away anyway. Yeah, he out Knocking up IG models. That's what I'm saying. So he kind of already fell out the picture anyway. So it's kind of like a, would you even remember that dude 20 years from now? You know what I mean? Like you look at Al Green. Al Green probably been stopped singing. I we people still listen to Al Green to this day, and we uh-huh. ain't talking about older folks. We talking about younger people. People like us. That, yeah, people like us. That's crazy, cause their music stand. It's, it's just it's just gonna always be there. Timeless. No matter what, classic. So, so that's like that's all, man. Like, and me being like R and B being like my favorite genre, it's not a knock to hip hop because again, hip hop is second. But I'm I'm more just like you know in that good vibe. I'm just trying. Hey, I'm listen. If y'all know some some artists that that I need to be put on to, y'all could definitely hit me up. Like, put me on some new artists that actually sound good. Right. That's all I'm gonna say. And all we gonna say is the quiet storm will never die. 
Oh, most definitely. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Ooh. <laughs> uh, ooh, ooh, wee. So we going to get... So, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, my brother. Go ahead. So what I was about to say was, of course, the quiet storm is never going to die. And the whole set, the whole situation about that, good music, good music. If you know what it is, you ain't got to question it. Most definitely, man. Now, I know you heard about this. And I remember you was telling me about this. Actually, no, you was telling me about this. So my man Ronaldo, Mr. Big Bag Ronaldo out here spending 100K on his girl, bro. Yeah, man. I need you to tell the people about that because I know you was telling me about it. Yeah. Tell the people about it. Hey, look, you should have seen this man's face when I told him the whole situation. He was like, what? So basically what happened... Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, for those who don't know, popular football player. Football player is soccer in Europe and everywhere else in the world. So he got a lot of money. Everybody knows that. And he spends about 100K on his girlfriend. Get this. Just to live a luxury lifestyle. Just to keep up with the lifestyle. And Mm. the whole situation about that kind of set the internet on fire, Instagram, Twitter, everything on fire. And people were looking at him like, okay, he got money, he can do that. And you have the other side's like, oh, I don't see myself doing that just to look good, man. She she didn't finesse the bag. That's some sugar daddy stuff right there. But again, I want to hear your opinions on about it. Have you ever met a girl that you were spending 100K on? <sighs> Let me give my strong opinions on this one. Now, if she just if she's just some average girl, because I'm gonna tell you right now, if she not wifey status or fiance status, like fiance date, that's kind of questionable too. Because you know you 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 never that they may not be solidified. But yeah, if she ain't wifey status. She ain't getting no big bag spent on her. I'm gonna just keep it a, 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 a stack with you. Like if that's your, if that's just your girlfriend, doesn't believe you know you gonna spend money on her, but you ain't breaking a bank <laughs> on her. Hell to the no. Hell to the no. Like again, if that's your wife, absolutely. If you talking about breaking the bank, well, I mean, as long as the mortgage and shit still get yeah. paid, cool. But talking about breaking the on your wife absolutely now it sounds like now my question about this girl is is she a model is she some type of like businesswoman she work with a fortune 500 company i need to know because if she just some average uh some average joint and you spending 100k hey listen ronaldo i may not be a soccer fan player but i need you to help me understand something Help me understand why the hell you spending all that goddamn money on this girl. Right. Is she is she is she a model or something? What the hell does she do? What's her profession? Model with quotations. Model with quotations. That means that what in that in so many words that means she don't do Yeah, you know. (laughs) And that kind of goes back to let's bring it down to like our level and let's bring it down to people, you know our range and stuff like that. There are people mm-hmm. out here, when I say people, I mean guys, people out here who are breaking the bank on their partner. You know, they got a place, they got this, they got that, they got the money. 
and their partner moves in and they paying their phone bill, paying their car note, paying all this kind of stuff, this, that, and the third. And again, not married, just the girlfriend. And that's the craziest thing to me of all. Like you said, if we ain't locked down, I don't know if I'm spending that big of a bag on you. And I will spend money on you. You know what I mean? If I like you, if I love you, I'm going to spend money on you. But that that bag of that size, I, I don't know. Unless it goes to like funding a business or unless it goes to something that's going to be put to good use. Not just you living some lifestyle. If you want to do that, you know, just get a job, you know. <laughs> get a job. Make that internet work so, for you. So, and, and, and like I said, man, it's just like, Again, girlfriend status, like your birthday, holidays, you know what I mean? Shopping trips, you know, spontaneously every now and then, cool. You know what I mean? You know, cool. But you talking about, I'm you talking about, oh, she getting a Chanel bag, $1,500. She getting um, red bottoms, $2,000 for some damn yeah. deals. And you only my girl, L2 oh, the Absolutely not. Now, if that was yeah. wifey, ooh-wee, you'd be saving up. I'd be on the payment plan right now, paying that shit on $100 a month. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. She going to get this damn Chanel bag, even if it called, like, hey, if I see it, like, if I see her working hard, best believe she going to get that Chanel yeah, bag. Yeah, and, and I think but, that's the thing, you know. Yeah, but if you're talking about just you got an average like that's like again too that's like saying uh, a girl a girl work part time she work part time on Metro ain't like so ain't really got no type of career path but <laughs> she wants you to break the bank on her shit hell to the no hell to the no girl you ain't got no ambition. Fuck, I'm out there. Right. What, what am I paying for? What am I paying? The smart turkey? You know, and the thing Fuck about no, that no, is it's no. crazy because it's like girls will come out, and I guess they say just to test you, things like that, and there are guys who do that, but that's another topic for another time. Girls who test you be like, oh, girl, just ask him for this. Just see if he get it for you. Um, No, that's not going to work with me. You ask me for something that costs that much money. Oh, let me check something right here. It seems that you're ordering out of the wife package. You have not reached that yet. You are in the girlfriend package. If you would like to upgrade, you know, you know what to do. Right. It's going to take some time. But until then, you must abide by the rules of the girlfriend package. Different, different package. Talk different to him, situations. Talk to him. All I'm saying is wifey gets everything. And that's the thing. Girls keep saying, oh, he broke, he broke, he broke. How, how you broken? You can't even afford it yourself. It's not about being broke. It's about the situation. If you're wifey, you can have whatever you want because we made it to that point to where I love you enough to make you my wife. Ain't no question. You can have it all. You want me to take you to the Maldives tomorrow? Oh, let's do it. Exactly. So... For just for brother Ronaldo, yeah. like I said, man, I hope you're not getting pimped. I hope you, I hope, I hope this girl actually means something. For you to be spending a hundred k, 
Like, dude, I know you got that bag. You one of the most respected uh, soccer players like of all time. I get all that, but dude, I hope she worth it, bro. I just hope she worth it, cause if you spending that kind of money and she just some, she just some floozy that you just messing with right now, brother. By all means, cause God if the money you. goes, that's all the, I'm. That's all goes. I can see. That's lit. When, hey man, this been a wild Facts. episode. You know, you got any closing remarks before we get up out of here? So the only closing remarks I have, and you know, I got a little special announcements for everybody. So the basement Friday <laughs> is taking over for the 19 and the 2020. Yeah, it sounds corny, but I said it anyway. So um you guys get to enjoy us every Friday. I have a spin-off segment that's gonna be airing every Thursday entitled Help Me Understand. So you guys getting the best of both worlds. You guys stay tuned. It's going to be airing exclusively on YouTube. So you guys, you guys definitely stay stay alert for that. You guys subscribe to me at Fun with Della Jones. It's just, it's just going to be on and popping. Just on all kinds of segments, all kinds of topics. You guys just like just stay tuned for that though. That's my only closing marks for the show. I mean, all I gotta say is you know help him understand. He really wants to understand. All I gotta say is help him understand. Please. Please help me understand <laughs> so how why we do certain Nah, things. it's been a great episode. It's your boy Aaron Fornicetti once again. And we and are yours, I'm, Mr. Go ahead. Fong with Della Jones. I'ma try to get home. I'm a I'ma try to get home safe. I know that much, man. But Peace. we are definitely we will see you guys.